Stephen in Montmorency. Thanks for holding, Stephen. Oh, thanks, Dwayne. And how are you? Love your show. Love listening. Thank you. Um, last year after the Bali incident, Tim Gossage came on and said that the go is a waste of space, a waste of potential, never realise his ability. Collingwood should dump him. Uh, you can't put, hold you can't hold a candle to any other player. His 2018, 19 and 23 final series have all been off the dial and he's rated in the top five players in the league by guys no less than Mark Robinson. And I just think I'd love him to see if he could think back what he said and how he <laughs> canned him, canned him vociferously and viciously. It was like a character assassination you'd never seen before. And I just wonder if there's any humble pie at SEM you can feed him. <laughs> He'll see this as a setup, uh, as if we've given you a call in anticipation of having him on. That's not how it worked, though. Um, although I did ask you to hold over the break, not knowing what you were going to talk about. Tim Gossage, host of SENWA Breakfast, has been good enough to join me. How's that for a smack between the eyes as a welcome? Tim, welcome to you. Oh, gee, thanks very much. Yeah, no oh. worries. Thank you, thank you, Dwayne. Appreciate that. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Were you that harsh on, harsh on Jordan Degoe? Uh, no, not really, but Scotty Cummings has, has a love affair with Jordan Degoe. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and, but, you know, it was probably justified by, you know, by the end of it, he was probably justified to, to have the love affair, but I'm not going to fall for it completely, but anyway, we'll go with that. <laughs> right. Um, I had a text earlier on, who's in a better position right now in the chase for the next flag, Fremantle or the West Coast? West Coast. Which is sad, isn't it? Really, I, I think the Fremantle. You know, I've, they're going to lose. They're going to they're going to miss Henry, and they're going to miss Schultz if they lose him. Yeah, yeah, they are, and they still haven't fixed their real problem. Jai Amos is a very, very good player. They've got to get the Sean Darcy situation organised. Um, they've got to get that uh, certainly um, fixed. But um, the bottom line is that. Um, uh, West Coast, the rebuild is on. Uh, I think this is a massive draft for Massive. This is game-changing. And Fremantle have really uh, are dealing with you know departures and, and, and having not much at the table in regards to uh, Luke Jackson. Trade's already sort of uh, you know starting to take shape in regards to not having much at the table in regards to what they've got for Luke Jackson right now. So... Um, yeah, I genuinely believe... Oh, look, I think Fremantle... Fremantle need to strike, and I've said this all along. Fremantle need to strike, I would say, within two years, absolutely within two years. If they don't, then that boat and that, that ship has sailed. So do you think the West Coast will be keen to... Well, North have got picks 2, 3, 15 and 21. I think North's in a good position to do nothing. Just wait and see what the West Coast do with getting Harley Reid or grabbing Daniel Curtin, and if the West Coast want Harley Reid, well, maybe just North just take Daniel Curtin and another good young kid. Do you think there will be any trades for pick one at all done? Um, I think what you've just said then sort of covers it off. I think if North Melbourne said to West Coast, we're, no, if West Coast said to North, give us two, three, 15... <laughs> then we'll give you pick one. But I just don't think North Melbourne will. I just don't no. see the point. North Melbourne are going to get a real good piece of the pie of the young talent. Although the people that you speak to, after the Gold Coast get their hands all over, the ones that they want to get their hands all over, all of a sudden, beyond 
five and six and seven and eight and nine, ten, it just becomes not not the same old, same old. But you know, there is no probably game changing talent like yeah. Harley Reid or you know. So, and then that's not being disrespectful. It's just that it's, it's Harley Reid and the rest. When you speak to everybody else, the gap is quite big. Now, Daniel Curtin is a West Aussie. He's a he's a, he's a left footer. He's a big enough body to play probably key position going forward. He wants to stay in WA, but he's happy to go wherever. But, you know, there's a decided gap. And I don't think West Coast, as much as I think West Coast wants Daniel Curtin, I don't think they would be giving up pick one if they didn't get pick three as well and another one. So, look, there's so much to play out. But both are in powerful positions. But West Coast are a situation, Dwayne. It's damned if you do and damned if you don't. If they don't take Harley Reid and get the pick of the store with the other early picks for what they take then Harley Reid is a generational type player and they will be forever uh, keeping an eye on his progress and process of, of becoming a superstar or if they take him and the three picks that they don't take it's, just, it's, it's got Andrew McLeod, Fremantle Dockers written all over it. I don't know what <laughs> Right, so that was a horror one. Yeah, the American system would be such that if the West Coast Eagles took Harley Reid with pick one, then they could say to North, okay, do you want him? Because if you give us picks two and three, we will now give him to you. But once you take a guy in our system, you got him. You can't then trade him out for the right picks after that. So, yeah, yeah I, it will be interesting on draft night. At least for the first time on draft night, we've got a huge unknown unless someone breaks the story the day before, like they normally do. Yeah, look, there's some. Been, there has been some amazing stuff broken by Sam and Tom and and all the other boys on you know on other podcasts as well. It's it is a crazy time, and and you know on top of that, you know we get the Lockie Schultz news. It's just mm. bizarre, just completely bizarre the way that, that that has unfolded. Question being asked: Does Lockie want to go back to Victoria for personal reasons, which we're led to believe he is, and we can respect that and understand it. Or does he want to just go to Collingwood? Or does he, if he doesn't get to Collingwood, does he not want to go back to Victoria? I'd love to know how that's, how that's played mm. out over the last 48 hours. Yeah, so they will keep him if they can, won't they, Lockie Shorts, Fremantle? I think, yeah, but then they, 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 but yes, they will. And, but then they're in fear of getting nothing for him. They, yep. they, need, they need to be clever. They need to be clever at, the, at, the, at this trade table situation. And it's a really difficult one. He's got that extra year to run. He wants to go home for personal reasons. Collingwood have offered him a, a big deal. What can they get back? Is one pick in the you know, is a first round pick enough for Fremantle? They've got to find their way up in the draft for their future. They've got to find their way. Um, and then they can't afford to lose a goal kicker of his prowess. They don't kick enough goals as it is, and he's a prolific goal kicker for them. Got a couple of coaches over there under pressure next year, Tim. Both coaches are. Yeah, they are, very much so. Um, probably line ball in regards to who's under more pressure. The genuine rebuild of West Coast, I think that's what it is. Uh, Probably cuts Adam a bit of slack, but they wouldn't want to have five horror losses. I think West Coast will improve rapidly. I really do. Mm. I think they'll... And they're coming off a very low base, but their best is still going to be hard to beat. Uh, As far as Fremantle is concerned, Justin Longley probably knows. I think everyone knows. They can't afford to not be competitive, and they certainly can't afford not to make the finals. Great to have you, Tim. Um, Say hello to your great offsider for me is the great man, Scotty Cummins. So uh, we'll talk to you soon. Oh, Any time, Dwayne. You can join our show any time you like, Tuesday to Friday. Well, every now and then I need you to bump up my ratings. So if you can be available for me, that'll be fantastic. I uh, appreciate your time. And uh, 
<laughs> well, let's face it, I'm only filling in for you on this show. As I always say, it'll be the Tim Gossett show for at least a month over summer, and I'm only filling in for the other 11 months. Great to have you, Tim. Yeah, 48 weeks is mine. Thank you. <laughs> Tim Gossett, thanks to OMF, Australian-owned and designed. The OMF big, big spring sale is on now with up to 60% off selected mattresses. And uh, while we're talking about stuff that's on offer, Belmont Tiles giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Just shop in-store at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in with a chance to win terms and conditions apply. Quite a few texts have been coming through that I haven't got to. Uh, I'd love to be able to sit here and just read texts for an hour. We get hundreds. One here. I stood with Todd Goldstein's dad, Carlton Viesa in grand final, 1968. He was a fanatic bomber, and I am a blue fanatic. Blues won, and I had to comfort him all the way home. Uh, I was 15, Todd's dad 14. Regards, Alex. So there's a, a nice little look back at history. Uh, Dwayne Hutchie needs to branch out into other Midday Madness merchandise, such as the Dwayne Russell bobblehead for your car dashboard. Well, I'm trying to get... It's hard enough to get the T-shirts up and running. But if I can get some bobbleheads, just because you obviously think I'm a head bobbler, uh, we'll have a chat to Hutchie in the next week about that as well. 